Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sacred Scoop. This is round three of our recording. (laughs) We have had some technical difficulties, Um, but it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful time to do an interview today. So I'm pumped about it. I'm here with my co-hosts, Josh Finfrock and Emily Weberg. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Don't know that I'm adding anything today. (laughs) (laughs) It's my fault that we've made three attempts at this one. (laughs) Let's try third time's a charm. We're good. We're (laughs) good. We can't can't be perfect all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. So today we have Angelica Costa on and um, we're super excited because we are very good friends with Angelica. She is a certified psychic medium. She's a transformational coach. She's an author. She's studying the shamanic arts. Um, she's a dear friend of ours. And so we were really grateful to have you here. Hi. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Hi for the third time. Yes. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. So you're over at Healing Arts and Metaphysical Center. Yes. Doing work there, right? Yep. Teaching um, there and seeing clients out of there. And then, yeah, I have the online portion as well, too. Awesome. Amazing. We definitely want to talk more about that um, and know your story. Um, but First, I want to hear like your soul journey. How did you get here? Because I've read your first book, right? Because you have two. I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I read your first book and what what a journey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I want to hear like your perspective and what how you feel and how you feel like you got here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where to start? It's interesting. I was just looking at the book the other day and I was like, I forgot like even the perspectives that were in that book or like who I was when I wrote that book. Cause it was such a time of healing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just been, um, I was going through a divorce actually at the time and I had lost everything. I lost my house, mm-hmm. car, yeah. like all that, you know, so many of us have experienced a lot of, you know, similar experiences. And I really had like nothing to my name, honestly. Oh my gosh. I had like loads of debt a couple hundred dollars. And I was like, what is happening here? Right. And just before that, it was like, I was getting really curious about the deep, like emptiness that I was feeling. I don't know how mm. else to say it. And I'm like giggling. So I'm like, it's that t- typical Scorpio where it's like, <laughs> let me explore these depths of like really uncomfortable emotions. Right. Yeah. Um, but something just wasn't adding up. And I was just in a really not healthy place just mentally and physically Mm. in my relationships but what's interesting is i thought that it was healthy Mm. so it was like i didn't know any better yeah i came from a really long past of of trauma you know Mm. starting at about the age five um going till about you know i'll say starting at five and i i dissociated until about 13 so i don't Mm. really remember anything up until that point Mm. and yeah it's (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, you sure. know, because you don't remember a lot. But then also when you're on the healing journey, it's like, but why do I do these things? Like what, yeah, you know? Right. <laughs> so that's been interesting. Um, but throughout the years, it was just like more emptiness kept coming in. It was like nothing was fulfilling. I just kept hitting these roadblocks of like pain and emptiness. And mm. I'm like, something isn't right here. So I started to do a little bit more meditations. I started to kind of dive into, I guess I would say like personal development. And I still remember, I think when I started to really dive in, it was right after my mom had passed. So I was 21 Okay. at um, the time. I'm and sorry about that. That yeah. must've been hard at that age. It was, you know what? I think, yes, it was hard at 21, but at any age. at any age. Yeah, right. Because it's any like age. a part of you. And especially now, like, about to have my first child. Yeah, sure. It's like fascinating how deeply comforting a mother's voice can be. Mm. And to not have that, I was like, this is so like, I, just a, I'm going in a roundabout way, but I, my best friend had sent me these videos of recordings of my mom that I hadn't, and I haven't heard her voice in like 14 years, wow. 15 oh my years. God. Yeah. And it was like this past week and I was sobbing. I'm of like, course. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, pregnant woman here and you're sending it. I'm like, oh my God. But it like really felt so warm in my heart where I was like, oh my, like the power of a mother's voice is like so healing where I'm like, yeah. and it's so simple. You know mm, what I mean? Totally. So anyways, she had passed. And that was when I think I really started to ask questions where I was like, where is she going? Where yeah. did she just go? Yeah. What's yeah. going on? 
And um, <clears throat> I had this experience in a Barnes and Noble. I was doing hair at the time. I used to have like my own salons and businesses and oh, I did man. hair wow. for like years. It was like 13, 14, 15 years. And um, I was in like the self-help, I think religion, spirituality section of Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was just like, it was like maybe a couple of weeks after she had passed. And I was like, God, I, I, just show me what book I need. You know, what book is this? What book can help me through this? And this book falls off the shelf. Like, I think I had grabbed something and another one fell kind of a thing. Yes. I and I pick it. it up and open it <laughs> the up. The start of the adventure. The start, yes. <laughs> God, I love and it. I was like, damn. I open it up and it's this saint and mystical book. And what? it's St. Padropia. And I was like, oh shut God. the front door. That was like my mom's favorite saint. He was from Italy. She would talk about him all the time. She had all the St. Padre Pia stuff. She's like, he's from the old country. He's, you know, all this stuff. (laughs) And I opened it and I was like, okay, this is real. Like there's something real, you know? That just like immediately convinced me. Well, she don't jump off the shelf for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Now I know that because I was like 21 and I'm like, the hell is going on? Yeah, right. Uh, So I think that really started the journey, but I was so deeply wounded because at that time I just lost my mom. It was just codependent, abusive relationships mm. like my whole mm. life. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I thought that that's what it was. No one ever taught me any differently. So I'm like, oh, so just heartache after heartache. So kind of flash forwarding through, you know, a couple of years. Um, and I really started to kind of dive back into meditations and you know, inquiring about certain things. And I remember my ex was like, you're crazy. Like you're, this is like, you're getting into this like religious stuff. And it's like, and I was like, no, there's something to this. Like there is something deeper. Like colors are looking different to me. Mm. My emotions are feeling different to me. Like there's something changing. Mm. And then he had, you know, we had then gotten the divorce and things like that. So it was a really big catalyst it was almost like one of the greatest gifts I could have received because I feel like it opened up the space for me to actually feel the pain. And it was like, once I felt the pain, it was like, it was okay. I could allow it, you know? Yeah. And I found ways of coping, understanding that felt more aligned with like, Oh, this makes more sense. Why don't I go out for a walk now or go connect or I was listening to podcasts and it was just like a different perspective of healing. Yeah. But it also created space to like, feel and to heal. And something that I teach in the psychic mediumship course is like our human experience is directly reflecting our, our connection with spirit. So like what we're experiencing here, we experience over there. So I'm like, we have to do our inner work here in order to connect on the other side. Like if we Mm -hmm. don't have space here, it's like, I always compare it to like the elements, like we need the ether to hold the elements to create something, right? We need something to physically hold, to manifest. And if we're not allowing that space to do so, you know, it's just nothing can can manifest. So from there, once I kind of lost a lot, a lot of the ego attachments. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. um, Loved ones were coming in left and right. It was like my best friend's moms were coming in um, into my meditations day to day. I would go to the grocery store. I could feel everyone's loved ones. I could feel all their emotions. It's like, I just knew stuff. And I'm like, Mm. what is happening? That had to be overwhelming. Yeah. And I'm (laughs) curious, where did you fall on the spectrum? Were you telling everybody or were you like, I'm not saying nothing. (laughs) So what's interesting is at that time. So this was like 2018, 2019. It was before like COVID and everything that kind of like right before it. Okay. And I had confronted the abusers of Mm. my past. So everyone scattered. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah awesome. of course, right. Everyone left. So it was literally just me and my dog. Yeah. Like oh, I had man. no sure. one there. Sure. But it, I'm telling you guys, I look back and it was like one of the fondest times in my life. I think that'd be the word. Because it was like, I finally had time for myself. Or it was like, I didn't have to like, think I had to, you know, whatever it was. No, like obligations. I had no distractions. Yeah. yeah. I had like yeah, sure. zero responsibilities other than me and my puppy. Love yeah. That. You know? That's amazing. <laughs> and it was like such a, a beautiful selfish time. I mean that in like a really beautiful way. Yeah. Selfishness is not necessarily a bad thing, right? You were being um, loyal to yourself. Yes. Thank you. I I finally was being loyal to myself. <laughs> so I think uh, I had connected with a couple of friends. It's just the way that I found my mediumship mentors just crazy. 
Um, and she came through and she was in Virginia. So I trained with her online. This was before everything had to go online. So it was like a sure. nice practice for everything. And I did a session with her and she was like, you're wide open. Like everything mm-hmm. is coming in, everything. And part of the class was we had to come out to people. It was like, you have to tell people that you're a medium. And I was like, no, <laughs> we're not doing that. So I was terrified of it. Wow. I still remember even when I said to my dad, like after a while when I was, my business had already started. And I was like, just so you know, I'm closing up my salon and I am going to go and like dive into this mediumship. And he was like, what? What are <laughs> you? And I was like, I'm, I'm, cl- I'm leaving everything behind. And. And I'm going. And he thought it was nuts. Yeah. yeah it was so sure. funny. So sure. yeah, it's been a wild, a wild journey, I think for all of us. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Definitely yeah. a lot of, you know, I'm sure we're all hearing a lot of things where we're like, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I feel that hard. Yeah. But it is kind of this thing though, you know, to just to even get to this place is a whole thing. Right. Yeah. But then when you're at the place, then it's a whole other thing to be like, this is who I am now. Yes. Um, and to to then navigate the acceptance or disapproval or whatever of the aftermath of that. Um, and that can be really hard too and isolating in some ways, depending on how it all goes. It's like um, a new core strength that you have to learn where it's like, I'm okay if people stay, I'm okay if people go. Because it's right. like- yeah. To receive the abundance that comes in when you like step into who you are is like, to put words to it, it's like you're losing the essence of like how it feels inside, you yeah. know, when you're really in that space. Yeah. And I remember just being like, it's okay if people stay, it's okay if people go because it's, it just is like, this is just where I need to be, you yes. know? So yeah. it, but it took a lot of exercise and I mean like <laughs> spiritual, <laughs> mental, physical, where I'm like, yeah. no, it's okay if, you know, this isn't approved or it's okay if I'm perceived this way. It's like, there's people that need it. So that's interesting. I'm so curious how you figured all that out while being alone, while mm. having a spiritual awakening. Because like when that happened to me, I'd, like I had, like if Jenna wasn't literally living in that house, I would have probably ended up going to a doctor sure. thinking that I was right. like, sure. insane. Like, sure. I think a lot of people think like yeah. mental illness. Yeah. Right? yeah. Cause we don't talk about mediumship or psychic Mm-mm. connection in our culture at all. It's mm-hmm. a, it's taboo, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. And it's interesting that you bring that up because <clears throat> right before that I was still doing hair and I was in New York cause I was working with a company in New York. So oh, it was damn. like, I okay. was coaching out there essentially to help business owners open salons. Wow. And I was working alongside a friend and her and I hit it off like right away. And we became such good friends where like when I, and she lived in Virginia and that's how I met my mentor. So this was like a year before, two years before all this happened. And we just, and all of a sudden we started talking about spiritual stuff. And I was like, wow, have you ever thought about this? And we talked for like four hours a night Oh wow, on okay. the phone Gosh. Yeah, and flew out to New York. We had training and stuff like that. And we were just like, cause we had never met in person, right? Mm-hmm. We meet in person we're just like, this is, thank God, like, thank God we have each other. Um, she was also going through a divorce before I was. And um, right when this had all happened, she just like dropped everything and flew out to me basically Whoa. and stayed with me Whoa. for like two weeks, maybe. Uh-huh. So I was in this like big old house by myself and <laughs> <laughs> she came and I was like, thank God. Um, and I think if it wasn't for her, like talk about the right people, like spirit placing the right people in yeah. at the yeah. right time. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what I would have done. Because then she introduced me to uh, Celeste, my mediumship mentor. Yeah. And Celeste was the one who was like, because I was like, I don't know if I'm going nuts. I don't know. Like, I'm like, loved ones are coming in. But like, it's validating. Like, I'm describing stuffed animals that mothers had given to my friends that they sleep with still. You know, how do I know that stuff? You know? Wow. Um, So it, it was a very interesting delicate space as you guys all know yeah yeah wow yeah. absolutely yeah absolutely. but thank god for her yeah. yeah well i mean it sounds like an emily you've brought this up community like ask yeah. like talk to people like this yeah it's not because sure. there's so many other people that have obviously gone through it they're just not <laughs> obvious yeah. about it all the time yeah wow and i think community that was something that i was manifesting and i i i do want to use that word for it because i was actively manifesting like a community where yeah. i was like i don't I don't want to be alone. Like I want someone, like I want to feel safe because when you experience all that childhood trauma and you experience all these things, it's like that rug is pulled out from under you. So you're spending all this time reestablishing roots where it's like, oh, 
life can actually be enjoyable, but <laughs> I need to find what stability <laughs> is, you know, because yeah. you don't, you, you just don't have it. So I prayed <laughs> for one, you guys, I prayed for healing arts. I prayed for, you know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, it's such a, it's a humble space to be. It's welcomed and it's supported. Even if you're like in the depths of crap, pardon yeah. my language. Yeah, no, it's like people good. are still holding you where you're like, you're going to be okay. And I was yeah. like, really? Cause it doesn't feel like yeah. Yeah. Sure. you're like, feels like I'm free falling. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So it's like, I, I've had a few moments lately where it's like, I'm kind of pitching myself where I'm like, this is, this is like unreal. Cause I have prayed for this for a very long time. That's so amazing. I'm very grateful. That's yeah. amazing. So well, we're how, very grateful to have you here too. Sorry to interrupt. I know, right? Because I, th I think, again, this is a thing that we all kind of understand because, you know, we've all had to let go of people that maybe don't align with us anymore. Yeah. Um, I think we've all kind of been led to each other in mm -hmm. weird and mysterious and wonderful ways. Mm -hmm. So it's very um, relatable for sure, right? Yeah. And when I met you, it was like year three, year four. I think it was like year three mm. and it was when Remy and I started dating and he was like, you have to meet Genevieve. You have to meet John. Like you have to go there. And he's like, she helped me so much. And I remember going to see you and it was like a lot of the childhood stuff was still coming up. Cause it's yeah. like ingrained in you, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's a part of your DNA at that point, yeah. you know, it's been, you know, over 30 years. Um, and you helped support that in mm. a way. So it's like, just again, finding healers. I think one of the like, biggest points that I always like to talk about is like finding a healer that really aligns with you and in your heart. Yeah. And I think sometimes it can be hard to, because there's a lot of people out there and this is not yeah. me like judging or whatever it is. Cause we're all on our journeys. But when you really find someone who's like of service from their heart, like you can feel it when you're in a session. Totally. So it's like, yes. you're okay being like, yo, this is what's going on. I need, I need yeah. some support. <laughs> yes. And that's, that's what it was with you. You know, mm. it's so, I think that's another kind of second step to the community aspect where it's like you feel safe and actually being seen, you know, absolutely. And heard. Right. And yeah. you, and then you can go to your fellow practitioners and receive support because yes. now we've supported each other. <laughs> right. Cause yeah. I felt the same way right. about you. And I actually remember, you know, after I met you a couple of times and I think you were, you were going to chat with Josh yeah. at some point. Yes. And I was like, let me know what you think when you meet her, because I just feel like she's really special. And he came back and was like, yep, she's yeah. our people. Yeah. She is our people. And we had this whole conversation about it. Yeah. So it was just weird how like that, you know, you really, you just know, mm -hmm. well, like, I'll, you know, when you find, yeah, when 100%. you find your, your, your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I'll tell you that reading put me in a weird place because like during the reading, I was like, we should offer her, space to work here and i'm like yeah. oh no i can't this is a reading i can't do that and i'm like oh but i really want to yes, like, yes. is this me is this the intuitive side I, so like i remember telling you about it and then yeah. you're like no i like we should do this yeah i was like i've been thinking the same thing oh my yeah. god and my heart was like singing i called remy after i was like oh my god and it was like at that point this is where this is where i get myself caught up this is what i'm learning I put my hands in so many pots. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. And it's hard when you have like an online business and then you're in person and I was moving and then we were, and it's just like, and, and I, I still notice it. The pattern's still there and I'm working <laughs> on it. So, um, but it's just like, I wish the timing or whatever it was to then, cause you guys are just, I love the space that you guys are in and I love what you guys do. Um, and we'll do something at some point. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Of For course. sure. We're doing it right but, now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, right. um, but it was, I was so excited when you guys was like, oh my God, finally people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, right. Like it was just totally. Yeah. You, you, I totally get that where you just, you get involved in too many yeah. things. I couldn't balance. But it was, it was just, I think it was maybe even more just like symbolic. Of like, we want you yes. to be a part of our <laughs> yeah. lives. Yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, open arms. I'm like, yes, yeah. right. let's do right. it. Yeah. So, so you do do a lot of things. And yeah. I just have a question for you. Like as an entrepreneur, like what is your biggest advice for other entrepreneurs out there, especially yeah. like spiritual, energetic healers, man, that kind of stuff. Like what, yeah. what do I you have? have what advice do you have for us? <laughs> I'd love to know. Entrepreneurship is so fascinating to me. And of course, here I am. I'm like, don't worry, I'll be creating a whole course on this. <laughs> it's like tier four of like off of psychic mediumship. But it's so important to talk about because I say this all the time with entrepreneurship. 
if you decide to step into entrepreneurship, all you're doing is you're opening the door to learning every single thing about yourself. <laughs> every single thing. It is Gosh. like you're holding a mirror up. It's called entrepreneurship. Uh, all your stuff comes up. Pardon yeah. my language. Um, biggest advice I would say is like, there's so much noise outside of us, especially with like different coaches, different healers, different entrepreneurs, things like that. And they're all incredible tools. But I think what can happen is it throws us off of our center of why we do what we do. And we yeah. start to chase a carrot yeah. Yeah. that someone told us we had to. So it's like, oh, I need to hit this amount each month or, oh, it needs to look this way or I need to have that amount of clients or what if I tried this business model and this marketing or whatever it is. And it's like, and I think a large part of business is trying things until, you know, you are throwing spaghetti at a wall, you know, <laughs> eventually something sticks, uh -huh. but to take that even further, like it has to come from your heart. And I think as long as you're coming from your heart and you feel at peace when you go to bed, that's all that matters because the right people are going to find you in some capacity. So it's like, as long as you're being seen, as long as you're putting yourself out there, like the right people come at the right times. Yeah. So it's like, don't lose your center with all the noise that goes on because then we start to compare ourselves to people. Then we start to think, oh, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe this isn't for me, whatever it may be. And it's like, that's not the case at all. It's just like, we have to find our center. We have to trust ourselves. We have to trust our voice over like everyone else's because it gets really loud in the arena, yeah, like really, really loud. Yeah, and right. it's like, I've lost my voice so many times chasing the weirdest things where I'm like, why did I ever think that was important? It's like, I was never like, that makes no sense to me. That's not why I do what I do. You know? Yeah. I just, I'm inspired by your online presence. I think it's oh. very it, like inspiring, like I said. Um, but it's hard for me, like personally, how to not get lost in the online worlds while also yeah. trying to help more people. Right. It's like this amazing tool, but yeah. also, it can be really hard. Yeah. And it's like finding what you want to share and what you don't want to share. Cause mm -hmm. it's like, I think sometimes it can be misused, you know? Um, I think it's like a delicate line that you, that you have to find just as within yourself of, of a business owner. And I think the more that I focus in on like the vision or the message and the intention behind it, my intention behind why I was doing things before nothing would ever take off ever. And my intention behind it was like, I need to, you know, be successful. I need to make a certain amount of money. Like it's this, you know, status thing. It's this old paradigm that I grew up with from, from my parents. Sure. And the minute that I started to break that paradigm, that's when the noise quieted down. And I was like, this is my message. I don't care who hears it or who doesn't, but like, this is what I'm going to share. And that's kind of it. And then I backed off from it. I love so it. that seemed to help a little bit too. I love it. Yeah. yeah but it's hard. There's a lot out there. There's a lot of noise. There is a lot of noise. I'm totally guilty of that, right? Like getting Same. caught up. I think it's 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 very like egoic in nature, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's it's the kind of like the American dream that we're mm -hmm. sold, right? Where you, yeah, it's about status, it's about money, it's about what it looks um, like, yeah, from the right? outside, absolutely, yeah. right? Like the perception of yeah. yourself um, by others. Mm -hmm. And it gets really hard to be in that space. Um, because yeah, it's, um, it's so draining and yeah. then you, and the more drained you get from it, the further you get away from the why from exactly from the message of like mm -hmm. why you do what you do. And it's so enticing. Like when I listen, James Wedmore is like one of my favorite business owners. He's great. He has great resources. So check him out. His podcast is amazing too. But he's saying like, this reality is so seductive. Like there's so many shiny things mm -hmm. of like, this would be really beautiful. This, this car would be really right. And we get yeah. pulled off of like, you know, that pathway. So yeah, it's absolutely. interesting. Mm -hmm. So I want to know, you know, what is as of right now, what is like your biggest passion or passion project? Yeah. So there's a couple of things coming up. I've been in in uh, an herbology course. So I've been studying Ooh, I didn't herbology. know that. How exciting. And it is like rocking my world. And it goes so hand in hand, so beautifully with healing and, and all that. And just the wisdom that's coming up. Um, implementing that into like the wholesomeness of like how I show up for people has yeah. been really, really fulfilling. And I'm just starting. 
Um, in addition to that, I think teaching would be like my number one along with the herbology. Yeah. It's like, you're really good at it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you are. That means a lot. Thank uh-huh. you. I got to get in there easy that to, class. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sure. a good one. It's a good one. It's, um, it's very humbling. And I always love how much we grow from when, <laughs> when we teach. Like, right. it's not just like, so it's been a, it's been a beautiful experience. So I would say teaching, um, for a long time, I think a large part of what also also held me back in entrepreneurship was really not believing in, like, let's say my product, right? Not believing sure. in myself, not sure. believing in psychic mediumship. Because there's so many other healing modalities that I feel like are so impactful. And I was really downplaying, like, the services or the, the experience that I bring, that we all bring to people, you know, um, in that realm. Um, it's funny you say that because I feel like everyone wants the mediumship. So funny. <laughs> when they come it's to see funny. me, they're like, can you talk to my ancestors? I'm like, ah, I wish. Not as good oh, as other can. people I know. I, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's so funny, like the perspective, you know, where I was like, God, like, I don't, why would someone pay to like, it doesn't, like, I just yeah. didn't, I'm like, when they can go have a shamanic healing and change their lives, like, why would someone go? Right. Like, it was so silly. I'm like, what have I been doing? So, um, to really kind of step into that and to see the vulnerability and the uh, importance of that and the healing that it brings, like that has like elevated the teaching where I'm like, no, this is like, I want to share this with people because this is how we create that ripple effect, you know, yeah. in the yeah. world. So I feel like grief is a big catalyst for people mm-hmm. in, in their healing. Mm-hmm. And so when they hear like validation from it's their huge. loved ones, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, like, yeah. It just makes it all make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because after my mom passed, what's the first thing I did? I went to a medium. (laughs) It's so silly. And then here I am like, eh. Right. Yeah. Like, like, I I feel that. Yeah. And it's so funny. Is it like a past religious trauma conditioning or or what? But like breaking through that is is a hard thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just like not believing in ourselves, you know, Not, not feeling mine is always not feeling significant like yeah. I hadn't for my whole life. So it's like, why yeah. would I, I didn't feel significant in my business either. Mm. I didn't feel significant just sitting, you know, standing there. So I think that's where it was kind of like overflowing into. And I was like, holy cow, this root is really deep. It's, yeah. it's everywhere. It's so do you feel like you found more insight in that through the shamanic? Yeah, it's really? funny. And this story, <laughs> apparently it wants to be shared because it keeps coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I woke Tell up us. at like 1 a.m. talking about it, thinking about it. And then on the way here, I was like, for some reason, I feel like this needs to be shared. And it's kind of hard to put to words, but I want to kind of acknowledge the shamanic apprenticeship because when we think about shamanism, like that healing modality has really been the tool or the path that I chose to reestablish my root system, essentially, mm. you know, from what was, t- you know, taken as a child. And so I've been in it for like three years now and I have a whole lifetime to go. And <laughs> I think it was a few months ago. Um, one of my favorite tools to work with is my pipe. I love working mm. with my pipe. It's okay, like, yeah, I connect so deeply with it that it I, I literally sleep with it every night it sounds so funny but it's Aww. right next to me like on no, my yeah, thing, and i'm like and sometimes you'll just so. touch it yeah, yeah yeah exactly right it's a piece of you and uh just randomly i think it was when i had decided to go to sundance because i had gone uh this year and so right when you decide to do something it's like your journey has already started yeah so and of course i didn't know what was being shown to me on the journey you know but still went with it. And just one morning I woke up and my pipe called to me and I was like, it's like 4 a.m. Why? And I was like, okay, I'm going to listen, you know, mm-hmm. went outside, started a pipe ceremony, yeah. just connecting to the directions and everything. And all of a sudden I'm like sobbing as the sun's coming up and I'm like, mm. this is so, and I felt so held. It's like, I, the only way I can describe it is it was one of the like first times that I really felt seen. I don't know how else to say it. And seen by creation. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. And, and even, I mean, cause we are creation too. Right. So it's, it. yeah, yeah. Right. right. So it's like, even beyond people, it was like, just, I would just felt seen yeah. and heard. It was so impactful and I'm having the ceremony and I'm just like, thank you for this. Like this, my heart was so full. It was like, there was something that was awakened within me. It felt like a rite of passage almost where mm. it was like, 
something's coming in that it's like, and I, I just felt so much gratitude. And as I kept going, I was just sobbing and I'm just thanking all the seven directions. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for this experience. Thank you for whatever this is. And all of a sudden, it's like I heard this or felt this knowing where it was like, you have to step into this now. Yeah. Like you have to step into this realm. Like you've been dancing around this <laughs> realm wow. of like healer and all these things. And like, you're ready. Like you have our approval technique, you know, like yeah. for lack of yeah. a better sure. term. Right. It was like an initiation. It was almost. like an initiation. Uh-huh. And I was yeah. like, I trust you. Like, why would I not? I trust yeah. nature a hundred percent. So I'm like, if, if you say I'm ready, let's do it. You yeah. know? Um, and it was the first time that I really recognized how small I had kept myself. Mm, yeah. And that's what I think was like the really big catalyst where I'm like, I'm being heard. I'm being seen. Don't give up on your pathway because even if it's one month, 10 years, three years, whatever it is, it's happening. The minute you decide it, it's already, everything's working in your favor. Yeah. So that was kind of like that turning point where I was like, it's time. Like what is being asked of me? Like, the question that I always ask is when, if, if, if a manifestation or something isn't happening, it's like, well, what is being asked of me that's, that's not allowing me to get there? And it was that feeling of insignificance. It was mm-hmm. that feeling of being afraid to be seen and all these things. So the minute that I started to see that, I was like, okay, what is life like? Who is Angelica without that? And what does life look like on the other side? And that was honestly like that switch. I don't know how else to explain it. It was amazing. I'm literally crying over here. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like people needed, I think you're right. I think people needed to hear that. And just, and just for people who don't know, what is a pipe ceremony? Yeah. So in, in indigenous culture, the pipe is like your direct connection or communication with great spirit, essentially. So it's like, your prayers being heard directly to creator or mm. given to creator to be heard. They're very, it's like sometimes I have full body chills because sometimes I feel very, it's not my place to talk about it. Just, it's just something that's there. Yeah. Um, But it has dramatically changed just my life in every which way. Um, it's one of the most sacred ceremonies in the Lakota tradition. It's one of the seven sacred ceremonies. So it's just like, I'm still on the cusp of just understanding the depth of it, sure. of what sure. it is. Sure. Yeah. So that's why I don't feel fully like, no, we, you know, we can understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that actually kind of brings up a really fair question. There's so many people that claim to be shamanic practitioners on the shamanic path. For the people who are listening, who are practitioners, how do you appropriately approach that without, like you say, stepping on indigenous roots, yes. like where, like where, maybe fill yeah. us in a little bit here. Cause I, I would yeah. love to hear where you stand on all that. Yeah. And this is something I'm actively working on. Cause I talk with my father-in-law about it all the time, yeah. especially after Sundance. Um, and I don't want to say it's an insecurity of mine, but I almost want to say it is a bit, you I know, feel the same way, you know, yeah. where it's like, here I am. <laughs> I'm just going to be super vulnerable. It's like this white woman yeah. Mm -hmm. for, you know, I would say privileged background. You know what I mean? Of course, trauma, of course, whatever we all, you know, so to a point it's like, yes, there's been suffering. Yes. There's been all this depth, but who am I to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember talking to Rodrigo when I had gotten back from Sundance because we were talking about things that had happened. And I was like, you know, this path opened up and I didn't think that it was. And like, I, you know, I'm like, I don't, I'm a white girl from the suburbs. Like I don't yeah. under, and he was like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like that doesn't matter. If something calls to you, like it's for you to explore. But I do think it's a very delicate line yeah. that you mm-hmm. have to yeah. dance very cautiously on because, and this is just my perspective. So take it, you know, for what it is. I do think there's, there's a, a threshold for, for certain things for myself, you know, Mm -hmm. for as far as, as I feel comfortable with sharing things or stepping into certain areas within that. Cause I don't feel it's my place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I always try to be as respectful and just one other thing that's intuitively coming through. One of my prayers and everything that I do or intention is always to have it come from my heart in a humble space. Yes. So everything that I do, I want it to be from there. So I trust that part of it, that I trust that I'll understand where my boundary is with it, you yeah. know, and yeah. with nature. So. Yeah. 
So what about for, for, for people who are interested in this service? What are things that you can be like, never go to that? Or like, this is the red flags, you you know, obvious stuff. Because a lot of people just don't know nothing. Oh, gosh. They don't know nothing about, as Jenna likes to laugh at me, they don't know nothing, nothing, nothing about what this he world. says it three times. <laughs> nothing, nothing. nothing. It, it's, it, you know, they're just like, oh, my God, is this Reiki? What oh, is this? Yeah, like, yeah. Gosh. And, you know, I'm like, how much time do we have? Because I do get sassy with some of this stuff. Yes. Yeah. I do too. I love your it's sass. It's hard. It's like, it comes out and I'm like, hope that was okay. Um, so much. And I even want to blanket statement this with just like all healing. So much I feel like is being misused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it comes from, Yeah something intuitive. I'm like, yeah, I I hear you guys. Um, something intuitively is coming through. So I'm like, thank you for that reminder. Um, this came through in, in, in a session and, uh, it's something I was talking about with someone in my class. And I think that our healing or our intention as to why we do things can come from a few different places. One being, it can come from our heart and it can, can come from a strictly just, I am of service and I am here to be here for this person to help in any way that I can and be in this partnership with nature because it's not me who's doing it. It's nature that's coming through. Right. right. Yeah. The other space it could come through is a wound. Mm. It can oh, come yeah. through one of our wounds, right? It yes. can come through. I even want to put a third one in there of ego too. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you get into those places, you're getting into some dicey waters. Right. And I don't want to say there's consequences, but things, you know what I mean? It's, you'll know when you're out of oh, I, the respect yeah. of, of, yeah. of it, which is incredible. Um, so something, again, it kind of even goes back to the community aspect. And I feel so grateful to find the community we have because the one thing, and I noticed this big at Sundance when I was going through a really big <laughs> journey, when you find a healer who truly comes from the heart, they help you find it in your heart. Mm. Interesting. And that's when like I can walk anywhere with this person and I know that I'm good. Yeah. Because yeah. I know they're, you know, it's not that they're on a pedestal, it's not that they're ahead of me. It's just like they're walking next to me and I trust his heart and he helps me find it in here. So it's like I'm good. I, I trust that. it. And I do think it's really hard to find because you'll yeah. find people that have the mask on. Yes. And that are showing yeah. you you can have this and this is what it's supposed to be. And it has to look this way. And that's not it at all. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, you can just be outside talking to a tree and that could be like changing. That could be the healing you need to like, yes. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But oh, then absolutely. we have to have this whole ceremony and you have to get dressed up and it has to be right. And yeah. it's like, that's, we're losing the essence already. Cause we're yeah. placing. Okay. Know. So then let me, I hope that helps. I think yeah. so. So then it, let me, so then it sounds like what you're saying is that the more that the person that you're working with, helps you in self-discovery as opposed yes. to saying, this is this the, is the way. Yes. way. Right. Like, thank you for this aha moment because me as a coach and me as a healer and me as a teacher, that's what I always tell people. I'm like, yeah. I am never going to tell you how to do this, but I will walk with you and I'll help you open doors so you can find what it is in your heart. Yes. And that's exactly mm. what it is. It's literally, that. it awakens it within you because we all have it. It's not someone being like, you have to do X, Y, Z. Of course there's logistical things, right? Yeah, when we're in right. the healing space, but Beyond that, it's like, because things will come up and nature talks to you in, in your language, you know, how you understand. So yes, finding that in here, the golden ticket to everything in life. Mm-hmm. I hear you say trust a lot. Yeah. And I feel like that's like yeah. the big ticket. Yeah. Here. And that's like the root chakra. That's the safety. That's the right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I say this in the mediumship class because everyone wants to talk to ancestors and loved ones, of course. Right. And I'm like, have you talked to mother earth yet? Though? Yeah. Because yeah. if you're not talking Let's to her, to you're basics. not going to get up there to talk to them. Yeah. So yeah. you have to create this, right. If you don't feel grounded and safe to, to go and talk to loved ones, it's going to scare them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It is. (laughs) It's so, it's so interesting though, because, you know, we're having this conversation and I've been reading a lot about, excuse me, spiritual narcissism and Mm. spiritual ego. Mm. And these were terms that like, I was like, all right, are these kind of like buzzword terms? Like, what does that really mean? You know what I mean? Um, It made sense to me to some extent, right? Like spiritual narcissism is just regular narcissism, but you're just using religion and spirituality as your, your mode of, um, you know, I don't know, controlling sure. or whatever, right? Manipulation. Um, yeah. yeah. But spiritual ego was an interesting one because the way that it was described to me was 
again, just like your normal ego, right? But that it comes through in a spiritual or religious manner. And we all have it. That's the thing, right? And so, you know, it was a good like reflection to be like, huh, where has this come through for me? And I started to think about, or where have I experienced this with other practitioners that I did not feel aligned with? Um, And why did that feel wrong? And that was like the words that were ringing in my head was the spiritual ego. And you mentioned that sometimes it comes from a wound. Mm -hmm. And that was often the feeling that I got. I was like, okay, I feel like a thing is being projected onto me that doesn't belong to me. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it just, you know, it, it was a good moment as a practitioner to kind of be like, okay, I, it would be very like um, spiritually egotistical for me to think that I have never done this before. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know? um, and like where, in what situations, like, do I need to put aside my own wounds? Even if they do, even if someone is mirroring me mm-hmm. when they come in, right? right. Where, where do I need to put those aside? Um, and remember that this person is just of divine light, just like everybody else, right? right? And how do I how do I connect with that using my own divine self? And it's so it's hard being an earthly being. <laughs> and we chose it. So. I know, I know. But that to me would be like, what's the word that just came to mind? Humility, I guess. Sure. Where it's like healing. Thank you. It's like healing to me. That's healing where it's like, we can step outside of our ego. Cause yeah, it's always with us and everything we do, but when we can step outside and acknowledge, you know, and we can see the heart of someone who's clearly coming from that space. Sure. To me, that's healing. Mm. Totally. That's huge. And I think as a healer, we have to do that a lot of the time. (laughs) And that's why doing our own work is so important because it's easy to get triggered. It's easy to get activated. And we're like, Ugh, you know, right. and it, it's a constant muscle that I think we're, we're all working on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Always, always. It's, yeah. it's a hard space to be in, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, when you get there, you know, when you're able to step out of it and yeah. you know, when you're experiencing it yeah, too. hundred um, percent. So I love, you know, just your whole conversation about like having, you know, you said something about, I, I, you know, having a, um, a healer walk with you, right. Yeah. They're not on a pedestal. They're mm-hmm. not. Right. Because then we get into the idea of like gurus and, you know, and, and I have a, I've always had a massive resistance to that. Same. Like I will not, if you think that you are somewhere above everybody else immediately, that's a no for me. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's how I've been since I was a little kid. I, you awesome. know, and I grew up Catholic and I think like <laughs> that was kind of maybe where it started. Like, um, yeah, you know, there's like a lot of like putting, you know, even just the concept of like you died for your sins. You better get on your knees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, like <laughs> I just, pray. I just yeah. couldn't, but even just the fact that like women can't be priests or bishops mm, yeah. or cardinals or I was just kind of like, Ugh. But like, why? Yeah, Yeah. you know, it just it it just bothered me, Um, and so I I just had a very healthy resistance. That's awesome. (laughs) Maybe maybe a slightly toxic resistance at some point, (laughs) but you know, I think that's why though, because you just feel this isn't right. Like this doesn't feel right, and so you find the people that do, and I call them soulmate practitioners. So I have like I've got like my soulmate a chiropractor and I've got my soulmate naturopath and I've got all my soulmates are out there (laughs) that are just like, they They get me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a powerful army. It is good. It is an army. And, and my people aren't going to be right for everybody and their people aren't going to be right right for everybody. And that's okay. But also like good on you for having the strength to have, even though you said it was like, it could have been a toxic, you know, but you listen to yourself. Sure. Yeah, that's where I think a lot of us one. get lost. It's yeah. like, if I was little and everyone's telling me something, I'm like, okay, I right. guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like, no, no, no. Why is it? It's like yeah. that, that little spunk and spark was already there. So that's good stuff. I got the spunk. I, got, <laughs> yeah, I definitely, good. I definitely have a little bit of that. <laughs> so in terms of, well, I kind of am interested in knowing how did you, how were you led to like the shamanic path? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was my question like, too. How did Ugh. you get there? Cause Again. you, cause you didn't even really live in the local area or anything, no, right? No, yeah. I was in the city. I was oh, in like West right. Loop, I think yeah. at that time. And even before that I was living, um, I was living in another town, like in the suburbs. And I even talked to Remy about this too. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, 
I'm like, I just did my ancestry.com. I'm like 90% Italian. So I'm like, oh my where God. is wow. the, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, they're I don't super shamanic, though, in Italy, though. They're, <laughs> they're so cool. ritualistic, though. They are. Yeah. And like that mysticism. And, yeah. you know, yeah, it, it's, it's got to come from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it called to me. I don't know how else to say it. It was like 2017, 2017, probably. And I'm Googling. I don't even know how I found the word, right? Like, I don't even know where it came from. And I was just like, I need to get to the mountains. I need to find a shaman. <laughs> yeah. And I need to know what this is. And it was like, I knew nothing more than that. And I started reading books. I had, I was working with my mindset coach at the time. This is when I, I think had just started like opening my business. This is when it was like me and my dog. Um, so 2019. And I was like, I just feel this deep calling to like study shamanic work. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Do you know? And he's like, Oh my God, one of my good friends is a shaman. Like, let me hook you up. And I started working with him and he was great. I think he was up in Michigan. He was, he was so kind. It was like such a nice way of kind of getting my feet wet into understanding, you know? Nice. And, uh, from there, I, you know, it was just, I don't want to say I was hooked, but it was like, it was the support that I needed. Mm -hmm. So even to what you were saying, like, how did I get through it on my, you know, when I was by myself, like it was honestly probably from the work I did with, with Steve, with the, with the practitioner, because it's just like, things were finally making sense to me. Finally, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, within myself and just everything. So then flash forward, how I found Rodrigo was through like a Tinder date. I was on a Tinder date oh, with someone. Oh my God. Yeah. I love it. And this. it was like, I was, and we were talking about all this, you know, spiritual stuff and all. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I've been really like want, you know, and him and I became friends. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, yeah, I've been wanting to study. He's like, oh my God, you have to meet Rodrigo. He does these underworld journeys. They're phenomenal. And I was like, I want to get buried alive. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so great. I went like the I next never, week. So oh my, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm so just good. starting to like so be good. interested in it. But at first I was like, heck to the no. <laughs> oh, it's, it's good stuff. But okay. like, just know like, it's good stuff. Yeah. So yeah. when it calls it's to real you, it'll be a time. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. So I think like that next week I had then called Gina and I was like, I will pay in full, whatever this <laughs> apprenticeship is. She's like, honey, you pay when you come in. Like it's, 50 you know whatever right. and i'm like okay and then i just never left oh yeah. my and then they're stuck with me right. and now they're fully and stuck with me now they're my family so. literally part of it yeah yeah so it just called to me it's like an it's 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 a it was a stillness it was in the wind couldn't really hear it and it was just like a pull and i was like i have to know what this is that's amazing. Yeah. But what a wild ride though because a lot of mm-hmm. people take that shamanic apprenticeship and they go down that path not everybody becomes a part of the family (laughs) and like, you know what I mean? So like, what a, what a special, what a special route for you and for them and for everybody involved, honestly. Yeah. Truly life changing. Yeah. Yeah. And like how funny from like a Tinder date. So like, talk about like, you never know how it comes in. Just keep your heart open. Like it was from a Tinder date. That's why I tell people in my sessions, it's like, they'll come in and they'll ask me questions. Oh, how am I going to meet somebody? How do I do that? And I'll pull a card and I'll be like, God, this sounds like the dumbest (laughs) thing, but like, this is what's coming up. Yeah. And that'll be the thing that like changes everything. It's something silly, but you listen to it and it just sweeps you off your feet. Yep. And then here I am like three years later and I'm like, always wanted to have a family, always want to have a child. You know what I mean? It's like this work is like, it's, it's taken me to a place I never thought was actually real. So it's like, I'm honestly, sometimes I'm just kind of like pinching myself as I'm walking around. I'm like, is this real? How did we get here? How did we get here? What did we do? Manifested this shit. (laughs) I guess so. And Remy always says that he says about all of us too. He's like, you three are the quickest manifestors. And he's like, I'm over here. Like, you know, twiddle in my thumbs he's like and you're manifesting everything and i'm like i, oh my God. I don't know he totally <laughs> lectured me the other day he <laughs> was he? like he's like you manifest so fast <laughs> he gets so jealous okay, i know right i'm like i guess you're yeah. right you're like, i guess you're okay. right yeah good point like, yeah yeah you need to remember that yeah. yeah it was so cute yeah that's so interesting so i'm wondering too like how motherhood and pregnancy is like shifting your your focus or your yeah that um, was my even like you're, you're, you know, I hear a lot of women who go through pregnancy and have an alteration in their, their skill sets, their abilities, their ways of connecting. And I don't know if you've experienced anything like that. Yeah, it was, 
I guess Remy's going to be excited that I'm t- telling this part of the story. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. All right, let's get half, it. <laughs> you know, the baby is half me and half him, right? Sure. So when I became pregnant, um, I feel like I was on this fast pass, you know, and, and, and I want to say it is through free will as well too, right? Like I made the conscious choice of like, okay, I'm stepping in, like I'm in the arena, let's do it. And I'm just at the beginning stages. So I say that very lightly, Um, (laughs) but I was showing up, you know, I keep bringing, coming back to Sundance. I keep coming back to these really pivotal moments over the past few months. And, you know, we know we have to do the work when we kind of step into it, obviously. Right. But like the doors open, we have to be the ones that step through it. And that's how I feel like I would compare this to. And he's like, (laughs) everything sort of elevated, let's say. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say that in a good or bad way. It's just like things have really been stronger. And Mm -hmm. again, I'm going back to like me believing in myself and things like that. Like that was a huge one that, you know, but half me half Remy so he's like that's those are my jeans <laughs> my like he's like of course you're gonna be seeing stuff clear of course you're gonna be and I was like calm down like he's but, made you more powerful exactly like the the, the duque oh line has been you know but to a point it's like it it makes sense to a point right yeah, it's sure. like I've stepped into this I am showing up I am you know what I mean but beyond sure. that like there is this other mystical aspect where it's like I've, I've stepped into this arena too. So I have a feeling that I'm about to enter into like the biggest journey of like understanding exactly who I am, because I feel like I know nothing yeah. uh, right when we think we know something, it's like, we don't. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah. it's the best place to be. So I'm kind of at that point right now. Oh man. I'm literally seeing lights flash over your head right now. As you yeah. say it's that, like, Jesus, it's like, it's wild where I'm like, yeah, I don't, I, and I still, and I'm giggling because it's like, I, we just started in, um, we finished up level seven in the apprenticeship and I get to level seven and we're going through all these advanced, whatever techniques. And I was like, where have I been for the past three years? I was like, this is not making sense at all. Like I thought I knew what we were doing. I don't know what, you know, and it's so humbling. Cause I'm like, okay, well let me listen with fresh ears now, because it's like a whole different layer that you're going through with healing techniques and understandings and, and then everything just started clicking. I was like, Holy cow. So I think just from like the, the pregnancy and the mother perspective, like totally in the unknown space, I have no Mm. idea what I'm stepping into. Mm. I have no, but I trust it so wholeheartedly (laughs) where I'm like, I know I'm good. Just feels right. It just feels right where I'm like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just very calming. So, but things have definitely elevated in a way. I bet. Yeah. I bet. It's been cool. I think it'll be a beautiful journey. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I feel like you have a really supportive family around you right now too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nothing I know about. Yeah. Because even receiving that was like, I still even have trouble. Yeah. yeah, Even my (laughs) father-in-law, he's like, I'll just keep saying it for the rest of your life. If you need me to like, we're not going anywhere. And I was like, yeah, okay. 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 And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, but are they, you know, (laughs) right. You gotta let let that that one absorb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, before I, before I met you, um, I, I was talking to Remy one day and he left and I was, I had, I was just, I just laid down to just like, do a, have a little raster. Mm-hmm. And I had this little girl come into my space and I was like, God, you look familiar. And I had a little chat with her and <laughs> I didn't know you yet, right. but I think you guys were together mm-hmm. or just newly together or something. And I messaged him about it. And I said, this little girl came to me she says, she's your daughter. Um, and here's what she looks like. And she was so cute. And she was maybe like six years old and mm-hmm. my, you know, in my yeah. vision and, he he was like, that's so cool. That's amazing. And then messaged me a little bit later and said, what color are her eyes? Oh and I was like, God. they were like a, like, I, I believe exactly. I was just thinking about this this morning. I was like, um, they're like a, a darker hazel or maybe like a lighter brown. And then many months later, mm-hmm. he was like, Angelica's eyes are hazel. Yo, I I like, just, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I noticed that today and I've never that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So right, cool. right? yeah. I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> like, very cool. There she is. I know, right? Is. So it was just 
It was such like a, just a fun moment too. I love, I love seeing spirit babies. It's like one of my favorite things to like interact with pure innocence of just like play and joy. And I'm like, why did we lose this when we grow up? Like, where does this go? It's like, oh my gosh. And she had come, I think it was for a few years. She had been coming in my dreams too, where it was like, I would see her and I'd wake up and I'd be like, where is she? Cause I thought she was here already. But I was single, so I was like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. And I had a vision of Remy not knowing who he was. And I was like, he feels like he's indigenous. Like, I'm like, who? I don't. And I was like so stuck on this other person where I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then flash forward, um, when I met Remy, <laughs> I, he'll be happy I'm telling the story too. <laughs> but Rodrigo, I hadn't met him yet. And, yeah. you know, I was going in for a session with Rodrigo. It was like, I remember the day. That's so sad. I remember the day that it, that he was there. He was at the front desk and Rodrigo would talk about his sons all the time. And I was like, oh my God, that's so sweet, you know? And I walked in and, uh, and he, <laughs> Remy literally took my breath away because he has this like big curly hair. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And he's so warm. So he's yeah. just like, oh my God, are you Angelica? And I'm like, who? <laughs> and i was like this has got to be one of rodrigo's sons and like that was that was it it was Aww, like yeah, yeah. so, so funny cute. you were like yeah, he'll be excited yes i am angelica yeah. how'd you know so funny. Yeah. that's so yeah. cute and how like cool it, it will be to see your daughter being brought up in this experience that you yeah. like had to journey your way to find and like now she gets to just experience it from yeah you know before birth she gets yeah. to grow up in the garden you know mm-hmm. it's interesting you say that because there was something that had come up at sundance with that and it was very humbling and there were things that were coming up uh things that were being shown to me while while we were supporting rodrigo and um that was kind of part of it where it was like, but if this is a path she wants, you know, and I was like, well, I'll do whatever I have to for her to be in this. Like, if this is a path that's opening for her already and she's not here, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'll do whatever's asked of me so that she can have this open for her when she wants it essentially, you know? And I was like, damn. And I'm like, that's, that's powerful, you know? And it's like, I never thought about it that way. So thank you for that. That yeah, it's wild. It's so exciting. exciting. It'll just be so interesting because, you know, it, it's kind of full circle. And and you talked about starting to experience trauma around the age of five. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I think when that, when that happens, we lose so much of our innocence and our purity. And like you said, the, the joy and the playfulness that we deserved. And now you're here raising a child in a, in a totally different space mm-hmm. yeah. that you were raised in or, or whatever. And that's, that's no judgment to your parents of or course. to your, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just that it was different. Yeah. Right. Everybody was living at a different level of consciousness sure. and everybody was on a, at a different journey um, or at a different level of their journey. And now here you'll be at kind of um, this really incredible level really Mm -hmm. i mean there's so much more to learn there always Always, is but um i feel like you've gone down a path that most people are too afraid to go down and have connected with a part of yourself that most people are too afraid to connect with Mm -hmm. um or you know or are unable to for whatever reason right and i always think of that in terms of how we bring other people into this world and other children. And I always say it's arguably one of the most important things that you'll do. Um, and I know, you know, Josh has told me multiple times in indigenous culture, we're always thinking seven generations ahead. Right. right? And so it's just so amazing to like, watch you go through this journey, you and Remy together to see you grow as a practitioner and then to watch you two bring a child into the world and like, Mm. It just like, it blows my mind to see what that looks like and how um, impactful I think that will be to, it it just will have a ripple effect, right? Absolutely. I feel like kids, thank you for that. First of all, you almost just made a pregnant woman cry. So thank you, Genevieve. I've heard it's easy to do. It's very easy to do. That that one was deep in the heart. So thank you. Um, It's interesting the minute that, I think children are like some of our greatest teachers because the minute that we found out, it's like everything, but the ripple effect of it, right? Like with my in-laws, with the family, with clients, with all these things, it's just like, that's, that's the power of a child is like, look yes. at the impact she's made and she's, she's not even 
fully physically 100% here yet, you know? Sure. So I think they're some of our greatest teachers. So yeah, I'm excited for that part of that journey. That's amazing. I think it's a beautiful thing to say. And I think we can also, like one of the things that I learned in shamanic teachings is that, you know, the human body is the same as the earth. And you think about the power of a seed and like how a tiny little thing like that, a little flake grows into this, you know, plant that can be huge and bear fruit for many, many people, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God, it's like sustained life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, of course, this thing is so impactful. We didn't, like, how do you forget these things almost, you know? And like, how do we forget those things? It's so simple. This is what always, cra- I, I come back to this all the time where it's like, how do we forget the simplicity of that? You know? Yeah. It's that colonial mind. That's <laughs> really a, messed that's it all up. That's another podcast, though, right? Another We're going to have to get you on for another oh, one of that one. God. Yeah. yeah. Be on that soapbox for a long time. <laughs> yeah. You're right, though. It's like, we, yeah, we've really gotten away from that. Just the basics. Yeah. <laughs> The, the meaningful, the truth, really, mm-hmm. essentially, is what it is. We've gotten away from the truth. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, my. The beauty. That's it. I get it's the like, chills when you say that. Yeah. It's Ugh. like, and we're so far removed. It's like, so is this all, fi- is this all what we're talking about? Is it just us, like, finding our way back <laughs> to yeah, it? And, like, yeah. I think it Trying is, to yeah. bring people, yeah. bring people back to it, you know? I just wanted to say that's what children do, too, right? Because they're seeing everything for the first time. Good point. Right? And so you're kind of reliving it, and you're like, oh, that actually, like, I always think of like watching my little nieces and nephews play with bubbles. It's just like soap and water, you know, (laughs) but it's like a miraculous thing to them. And I'm like, but it kind of is though. Yeah. It's really pretty. Who doesn't love bubbles? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it's the simple things. It's the little things that we get jaded by. And then next thing you know, we're like living this like mundane, unfulfilling adult life. (laughs) I swear. It's like the way that it has been shown to me just on my own journey is like we when we have those experiences, it's like we we close up a part of our heart and we put a barrier. Yes. And then something else happens, we close up, we put a barrier, we put a barrier. And then all of a sudden we're like this far away from the truth, yes. you know? And yeah. it's like, so everything we're talking about is literally just removing the barriers one yes. by one mm-hmm. by one, where it's like, oh, it, it's been here the whole time, but yeah. we've been covering it because we're so afraid. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Then I wanted to, um, as we kind of finish up here I wanted to ask you we asked this to everybody and you've kind of like already touched on it but I'm interested to know like what what your sort of overall answer is but what do you feel has been the biggest catalyst to your healing like what was what was the one thing if there was a one thing yeah I think um I think it would be regaining a sense of humbleness if that makes sense Mm, sure living a life of like ego and wound and again i I don't mean that in a bad way it's just when we experience trauma like we do what we can to cope and to to survive yeah so to get out of that and into a space of like humbleness Mm. and gratitude i think has been would be that answer that's Mm. amazing yeah yeah Yeah. it's been huge because it leaks into everything so that core, yeah, I would say that. And then you attract more of that. Yeah, too. True. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it just goes on and on. And then we just keep going, on. going, yeah. going, going. <laughs> yep. That's amazing. So yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for thank sharing you. your story. It's yeah, been so, so great to hear from you yeah. and just learn more about who you are and how you, how you function in this world. Yeah. Thank you guys. And mm-hmm. you guys are like... I love everything you guys do. I keep saying it. I'm like, I love the podcast. I love everything you're doing. It's like, I'm here just supporting and just loving it. So thank you guys. The feeling is mutual. The feeling is mutual. 100%. 100%. Where, if people want to find you, where, where can they find you at? Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Angelica Grace with the letter C at the end. Um, All my offerings are on there, but also at Healing Arts, too. I mean, you can go on the website and you'll see everything on there. And we'll put all that in the show notes for you guys, too, so that you can find Angelica. Yeah, I think we plug Healing Arts almost every every episode. Every story we tell is like somehow Healing Arts is involved. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. traces back there. (laughs) Makes sense. So you'll hear a lot about that. Yeah. And eventually we're going to have Remy on as well. Oh my God, he's so, so excited. We'll, yeah, we'll chit chat with him too. He'll um, love that. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you so much for yes, being here. Thank, thank you guys. Thank right. you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Sacred Scoop and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for tuning into The Sacred Scoop, a spiritual survival guide. If this podcast resonates with you, we graciously invite you to go to our show page to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. For more information about us, please visit sacredearthholistic.com and follow us on socials. Thank you.